Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. Thank you for listening to Aging in Full Bloom. I'm your host, Lisa Stockdale, and I want to talk to you this. Actually, I want to share a poem with you um, today, but I want to preface it um, by talking about Alzheimer's and dementia. So this is um, a disease that I hate because it's incredibly painful for everyone involved, and there's no cure, and there are no survivors, and it affects old people, and I love old people. It affects not just old people, though. As I said, the family members go along for the dreadful um, demise uh, as well. And it's actually, um, people think about it in terms of being memory loss, but it's not just memory loss. It's brain death. Your brain dies. And it's a slow, painful death. Um, and eventually, you don't just forget people's names. You forget how to breathe. You forget how to eat. You forget how to swallow. Your heart forgets how to do its job. Um, and so um, having been in healthcare for a number of years, it's something that I have witnessed. Thankfully, I have not experienced it in my own family. But the human suffering that I have seen is heartbreaking, to say the least. And sometimes I think we don't care enough about Alzheimer's and dementia because it does happen to old people. And sometimes I think that we don't care enough about it because we really don't understand it. And we don't understand how painful um, and ugly and unforgiving and brutal and ruthless this disease really is. I think if people really knew, they would care more. They would give more, they would be more understanding, we'd have more research, um, and we would live in a better world. So the point of me sharing this poem with you is to give you a little glimpse into the world of a family who is dealing with Alzheimer's. This is a poem called A Good Day by a Canadian poet named Shane Coison, and um, I think that it's written from the perspective of a brother who's talking about his sister. His sister is has taken on the role of primary caregiver for their dad who has dementia or Alzheimer's. So that sort of sets it up for you. So again, brother talking about or to his sister as he watches his sister care for their dad who has um, dementia. You used to say, on a good day, I only break his heart once. That was before you learned how to lie. Back when you used to try to tell the truth because you and him never had the kind of relationship that allowed for secrets. But now, somehow, a lie fits better. Fits like a letter slipped through the slot of a locker because the doctor told you if there was anything more they could do, they would. But he's not coming back. And in the moment you knew it, you learned how to lie, because there are times when the cost of truth is so high, we indebt our own hearts to heartbreak. We make love into a currency that can't be cashed in, because there never has been a bank that will give out a loan based on the collateral of hope. 
They'll lend anyone just enough rope to hang their family's future on a dream, then scheme some way to foreclose. And everybody knows they've got billions of dollars, but no dads in their vault. So you learned how to lie, because it's not his fault that he can't remember that your mom, his wife, had a life that ended two years ago. So you forged a passport into his heart, trespassing into his past under the name of the last one to live there, because health care can't cover the misplaced memories of families whose secrets spill out like jewels through the oversized holes in pants pockets that someone in the family has to wear. And you tell me that every stitch is as valuable as every tear, but pull a single string and the whole thing will unravel. So you travel across borders under the assumed identity where the broken branch of a family tree is built into a confessional, and you listen to an apology meant for your mother, something about another woman on a night before a flight back home, and you forgive him because that's what mom would do. You know because he says thank you, which means mom already did. Hid the secret away like one of those stray cats you used to keep hidden in your room, hoping no one would know. And you tell me, I didn't mean to grow up. It was an accident. And I know you never meant to be 42 years old having to go through this, having to miss him at the same time you're with him, having him gone at the same time he's there, having to stare at the first word you ever said, and now not being able to say it. You can't remember, despite your best efforts, how or when the word daddy became dad, how two extra letters had and have all the safety of weightlessness. We both know this because you used to be my babysitter, and when the nightmares would shake me awake, you'd make and take the time to tell me, daddy's going to be home soon, because to us, the word meant security or bravery Or, dear Mr. Boogeyman, you better not be under my bed or in my closet because my daddy is going to deposit his foot so far up your, hmm, the interest alone will be enough that he can retire early. We grew up in confessionals and were taught, and, and were taught that a lie under any circumstances is wrong. But how can the sacrifice of faith belong to anything less than the virtue it takes to break one's own heart to ease another's descent into madness? How can anyone dismiss love as if it wasn't the only reason to risk everything, knowing full well you can't bring them back? That there are no footprints or trails to track to find them, and all you can do is be there, and you are. Despite your own husband, you wear your mother's wedding ring because it was something he asked about when he saw you without it. That was a bad day. When you saw the way he couldn't understand how your hand held someone else's promise of forever, and that it's never you he will remember, it's her. And the only time you're ever sure if he still loves you is when he asks, how's our baby? And it may very well be that you break your own heart too many times to count, even on a good day, because you say, she's good, sweetie. She's happy. Thank you for listening. Till next time, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back.